How's it going, guys? 62-year-old man, hemodialysis appointment, long-standing type 2 diabetes, mellitus, physical exam, shows 4 plus peripheral edema. Renal biopsy has shown. Question wants to know patients at greatest risk for developing which of the following. So past level for starters that we have diabetic glomerulosclerosis, so nephrotic syndrome evidenced by the 4 plus peripheral edema, loss of albumin in the urine causing hypoalbuminemia, decreased intravascular oncotic pressure, extravasation into the interstitium via the peripheral venules. And then our biopsy showing us our buzzy chymostowilson nodules, these pink circles composed of hyaline. So let's just hop through. We'll begin to see most likely to develop in this patient choice of hypothyroidism, wrong fucking answer. There's a reason I wrote type two, not type one diabetes, because if he had type one autoimmune diseases, such as Hashimoto and Type 1 could go together, right? You don't have to memorize strict HLA associations, DR3, 5, et cetera. Just know, in general, if a patient has one autoimmune disease, there's increased risk for others. So IBD, SLE, RA. If a patient has vitiligo, they show you a hypersegmented neutrophil, you could think, okay, maybe that's B12 deficiency caused by pernicious anemia. Choice A, wrong fucking answer. Choice B, iron deficiency, anemia, wrong fucking answer. If anything, patient would have anemia of chronic disease. So you need to know renal insufficiency is the highest yield cause of anemia of chronic disease and eosomily. Also infections such as hepatitis B, C, autoimmune diseases, RA, IBD, SLE. But patients can have decreased serum iron, normal ferritin. Ferritin is the most sensitive slash accurate marker of iron stores. And you can have normocytic or microcytic anemia. And they want you to know that in renal insufficiency, the mechanism is cytokine-mediated EPO deficiency. That answer shows up on one of the new internal medicine forms for 2CK, despite sounding very step one-ish. So wrong fucking answer. Choice C, pseudo-gout, wrong fucking answer, aka calcium pyrophosphate deposition disease, will present as a monoarthritis of the knee or an osteoarthritis-like presentation of the hands with DIP involvement in a patient who has hereditary hemochromatosis, primary hyperparathyroidism, or hypothyroidism, okay? So positively biorefringent, uh, crystals rhomboid-shaped, seen under polarized light, and you treat acute pseudogout the same as regular gout, okay? So indomethacin, colchicine, steroids. Choice C, wrong fucking answer. Choice D, renal vein thrombosis, correct answer. So you need to know that nephrotic syndrome leads to hypercoagulable state due to loss of antithrombin 3. You assembly loves this. First time you're hearing it, sounds very fucking weird. It's not, okay? So increased risk of not only renal vein thrombosis and varicocele, holy shit, but also DVT, superficial thrombophlebitis, okay? So they'll just give you a patient in general who has nephrotic syndrome, and there might be a DVT, and students confused. It's like, well, it's just loss of antithrombin-3 in the urine, okay? And as I just said, you want to know that varicocele uh, can occur in patients who have renal vein thrombosis. So let's just hop through the final answer choice here. Uh, superventricular tachycardia, wrong fucking answer. More of a 2CK diagnosis, but you should know that SVT produces narrow slash needle-shaped complexes. VT, in contrast, is wide complexes. SVT, you're going to treat with carotid massage, aka vagal maneuvers, ice pack to the face, pediatrics, if insufficient, do adenosine for VT. You're going to do amiodarone. If you have unstable VT or coma, unstable VT or SVT uh, or coma in either, you're going to do direct current countershock. Choice C, 
Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content if they post stuff. Subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.